0: hitting the rock bottom. Because mm. after I sold off the coffee company, I went back home. I was 26, I was, I used to be a scholar. Mm-hmm. And at 26, I went back home without a job, without a company, without a career. I didn't even know what's next. I just went back home.
1: Welcome to Reclaiming Back My Life, episode number seven. And today you have Isabel Tai, who is a content creator. In this episode, we'll be discussing on how Isabel used failure discover her purpose in her life. I'm your host today, Jameson Tan, a psychology graduate come life coach who is seeking out individuals with inspiring stories who had a tragedy happening to them, but despite that, they chose to reclaim back their life. I'm very excited for the podcast today, so let's dive right in. Yeah, tell us a little, a little bit yourself, like, you know, where you began, a little bit of right. your book.
0: This book sums up my journey up until mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. I get this book out in March this year. So, well, (laughs) it's a long story, like, well, it basically sums up my experience after I graduated from uni Mm -hmm. in UNSW Australia. So in the span of five years, I've explored three industries, professional coffee industry, and then also content writing. Mm -hmm. And I started two businesses and I authored a book. So this book basically sums up the struggles I went through, how I make life decisions and all the things that mattered in life that I learned throughout this whole journey. Awesome.
1: Yeah. So you started out really well, like in your book it you mentioned and I, I read mm-hmm. the whole book in fact.
0: Yeah. That, appreciate that. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah,
1: it's one of my dreams to write my first book also, so mm-hmm. soon in time. Um, yeah. So in your book you shared that for you. Yeah. Seems like a very successful start so you had a scholarship in Australia in business
0: yeah
1: and then you went to one of the big fours
0: as an auditor yeah
1: and then you went from auditor then it's like oh man this I wasn't feeling it and then like, okay I'll go to to a coffee shop uh, coffee brand so can -hmm. you share a little bit that experience what was going through your mind (sighs) I'm pretty sure like your your parents was like and even your friends were like oh my gosh like yeah was was she
0: she what she thinking? Yeah,
1: popular life crisis. <laughs>
0: so let's start with like the journey is like I grow up like in a, you know, very, the environment is that my, I have this perception that you have to study mm-hmm. hard, get good results. And that's the ticket to a good life. That's what I know growing up. And yeah, that's what I thought is true. Mm-hmm. And like the good thing is I got a scholarship and go to Australia. And when I was in Australia, I worked as a barista. And I really love making coffee and serving people. Mm -hmm. It gave me so much of satisfaction, so much fulfillment and appreciation I get. So after graduation, I I had a really good start because out of the four big fours, I got three offers, so everything was easy for me. So I choose PwC. But in the first job itself, like in half a year, I felt lifeless Mm. because the job It's very like the working hour is very long. It's always like deadline and the Mm -hmm. environment wasn't for like didn't give me energy and it sucks my energy away. I just feel lifeless. I feel unhappy and I have the point of reference working as a barista. So I know that there's something out there that I really enjoy doing Mm -hmm. that gives me happiness and I ask myself question like am I growing? I was like no Am I contributing to the society? I'm like, no. Mm. And then I'm definitely not happy. So when I imagine myself in my manager's position, it's like, hmm, five years, I'll be there. Is that the life I want? Mm. It's not, it's so clear that it's not. And I there's this line I told myself, mm. I'm wasting my life, oh. not just time, it's my life. So it gives me such a strong conviction that I make the decision to get out of it I think one thing is because we are young, we are able to take risks, mm-hmm. and the thing is, I'm really honest with myself. Yeah, the pain is strong enough for me to take action, to mm-hmm. get out of it. So yeah, I actually got a job offer as an economic economic analyst that I didn't put in the book. Oh yeah, okay. yeah.
1: after PwC.
0: Yeah, so when during when I was serving the one-month notice, mm-hmm. I looked for a part-time barista job, which is when uh, my ex boss in Espresso Let's saw my resume and then recruit me into uh, like the management team so at that point I was like since I'm in the transition why not explore coffee industry it's just why not it's not like I want to get into the coffee industry mm. so yeah it's like life happens
1: uh, yeah. and you just flow with it yeah, yeah. Oh, so awesome like mm-hmm. I like how you talk about you knew that at your current role as an auditor yeah. you weren't contributing or you weren't growing
0: yeah, yeah. for me like that's. There's nothing wrong with the job. There's nothing wrong with that environment. Mm. It's just a misfit between that thing and I.
2: Yep.
0: Yeah, there are people who really enjoy it. There are people who perform really, really well. Yep. I have friends who excel in what, what they do.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh. So it's about knowing yourself.
1: I totally yeah. agree. You know, on this channel, uh, yeah. we talk a lot about living life with passion and purpose yeah. and that we all have different passion and purpose. And the challenge is that we sometimes we eat Tend to fail to recognize that mm. it could be like fears or you know not not, not being oh, self-aware yeah. about it. <laughs> and I like how you said that you was there was so much pain for you to yeah. move instead of staying yeah. where you are. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure you're playing very well um, in PWC and to make that, that transition to the coffee industry mm-hmm. uh, must be challenging. Yeah. So could you share mm-hmm. a little bit with us like what are the challenges that you you went through? Um, The transition The transition Or even like You know growing up
0: Right Challenges growing up From kids to like College To working space There's not much challenges I would say Because I I'm very lucky Very privileged To live in a family Where uh, Everything's provided Very protected yeah, somehow I, I wish that I could have more freedom to explore life mm-hmm. earlier so that I have the chance to think about what I really want instead of like after uni. Like when I enter the workforce, it's the first time I really make a decision for myself, think about, think about my life. So yeah, there's not much challenges. I would say, and the transition also, it wasn't challenging for me as well. In fact, so it, it was very easy. It was so much fun. Yeah, it was so much fun because I was in an environment that fits me from a corporate. I was like free in, in a startup company. There's no structure which fits me perfectly. Mm. Yeah, I get to explore <laughs> different things. So it's, it was a lot of fun. Okay. I think the real challenge in my life when I first learned that I have the tenacity or I, ex, or I expand my greed, train myself to overcome fear, it's after the first coffee company, Espresso Lab. Mm-hmm. So after one and a half year, I left the company together with a few ex-colleagues and a few of us at the age of 25, 26, we started our own cafe consultancy business.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That was like where I really start. Yeah. So I think we, all of us are a bit of, we have a bit of privilege as well because all of us come from a family where we don't have to support the mm. family. So we have the freedom to explore what we mm. enjoy doing. Yeah and I I always say that I started a business because of a bit of naivety and a lot of courage because I didn't know how hard it would be and all my life I never fail, that's the thing.
1: Wow, yeah, it's
0: like growing <laughs> you never
1: fail all your life, yeah, okay, you awesome. Growing up
0: is always straight A's and <laughs> then even in uni it's like pretty good results and then getting a job is always easy for me <laughs> so it's like it never occurred to me that if I start a business, I would fail. I never know how it feels like. Yeah. But after it started, it's like you. I finally get a taste of the real world.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: There's no no one there for you. You are your own boss.
2: Yeah.
0: You are on the front line. Whatever comes, you are the one who faces it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like you can't complain. It's your choice. I cannot call my mom and cry. It's like you can only swallow it and then look for solutions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was tough, but. I, That space, right, I never thought it's tough because you're just occupied with the actions. What do I have to do? What else can I do? How do I pay bills? So it's all this like problem solving. Mm -hmm. It was until the business was kind of stable and then only I think about, okay, purpose It's like, am I growing? Am I contributing? The the same set of questions come back again. Yeah, Yeah, but it's a really, really valuable experience to start a business and then to run the business to be like really independent
2: mm-hmm.
1: It's like yeah. ma- a Maslow hierarchy of needs You know, yeah. say like paying your bills like, like basic needs for survival yeah. After that it's like Survivor. actualization Really oh, what's purpose really in life? like
0: when when the first time I never like to face the feeling that oh shit there's no more like paycheck that comes to my bank account automatically every month if you can overcome the fear, you have, you would have so much freedom mm. to try things. Yeah, yeah. I think freedom. Yeah. Mm. So
1: like you know, what mm-hmm. would your I am pretty sure like you wrote this book mm. with an intention, and there's a reason behind this book. Yeah. So who who are you trying to impact, or what's the message? I mean, we know your message Art of owning your story. Yeah. But what's who is it intended for, and you know what can they gain from yeah. this book?
0: I guess this book is for all millennials like myself who is figuring out life going through life going through struggles because I went through like in five years I went through so much to know that while I shouldn't listen to advice all the time sometimes I have to listen to myself because if I listen to people I wouldn't have carved this path I wouldn't have found I wouldn't know that I can survive in this coffee industry I can thrive, thrive there I wouldn't know that I can write I wouldn't know that I can be a writer one day it's all this like listening to myself and then trusting my instinct and then having the courage to overcome fear Mm -hmm. to also like sometimes you have to defy like to not listen to the person whom you respect the most Mm -hmm. like my parents yeah so I've carved this I have this experience I was like wow I I need to share it Mm -hmm. with millennials like with other people who are also figuring out to know that, like there is other possibilities. Like if you try something, you have all the possibilities out there to create something else. Is to it's, it's to give people that kind of confidence to see themselves in me, right. because I didn't, I wasn't told what to do. Like I didn't know I can if I can do something. But I think what I have is courage.
2: Mm. Yeah. Awesome.
0: Yeah. So it's like. Yeah, I, I hope it relates with people and give people confidence and some courage to really do what they want to do I'm
1: pretty sure, yeah. you know, I, I read through this and yeah. You know, a lot of people ask me, like, hey, Jameson, how do I look for my purpose? Or how do I find my passion in my life? And it's mm. a lot about trial and error, actually
2: Yeah, it's, definitely It's about discovering
1: it out It's like making mistakes then, it's like, okay, yeah, I didn't like it Like, i give you an example, like, okay, I, I love fitness So once mm. upon a time, I love CrossFit, like Ask all my friends, before CrossFit came in Malaysia, I was like yeah. a huge advocate for it. So CrossFit, <laughs> right. bacon, things like mm-hmm. that. And, and I was like, oh man, I, I love fitness. Lah. So I love yeah. fitness. And you know, I love to move, I love exercise. I love to share that knowledge, the excitement. Yeah. And then, you know, my friends said, hey, you know, let's st-, then we started a bootcamp in uh, mm-hmm. university. And
2: then,
0: right.
1: then came in the realization that, like, hey, I don't really like it. It's like, I thought that, oh, I love, I, because, you know, mm-hmm. I love people, I, I love fitness and I, I love uh, yeah. talking so it's like right. true combination it makes sense for me to go into that field so I thought yeah. I would be a personal trainer but then I realised oh my gosh I don't like it it's like oh you got 10 more you got ten more reps of 2 more sets you know yeah. let's do it let's <laughs> do it it's like ah oh, man that's not really my thing right. so mm-hmm. I would have not known unless I tried it out
0: definitely yeah
1: and so many other in my, my past like my first job uh, you know I had this rosy picture of what uh, working in the church mm-hmm. was
0: yeah. but
1: in reality it was something different uh, and there's no regrets because for me it's like I tried it out and then it's like okay yeah it didn't work so mm-hmm. now I know it, is, it wouldn't linger in the back of my head it's like what if I tried it out what if yeah. I don't live like 50, 60 years old regretting life mm-hmm. so yeah stumble make a mistake fall and mm-hmm. carry on with your life and I mm-hmm. think that message is what is the essence of the theme of what yeah. is written
0: here? I think a lot of us, what a lot of us forget or are not taught or are conditioned to neglect it is to experience life fully. Mm. Like we thought that life should be good, mm-hmm. good, happy, comfortable, comfort. It's like, it's not that, it's like life should be experienced fully the up, the down, the sadness, the grief, the sorrow anger, jealousy is that like everything should be experienced fully that's life mm. like the good and the bad like it's both sides it's okay. not just yeah, all yeah. good So, like i think a lot of people are sort of like trapped in this bubble of feeling good
2: mm.
0: yeah so they are they avoid pain so much mm. that's what that's what stopped them from trying a lot of things so, yeah.
1: in your opinion, why do you think they... Um, why, why, is human, why are humans avoiding pain? Uh, Tony Robbins talks about,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, there's two types of fear.
0: Yeah.
1: A fear that we are not good enough.
0: Yeah.
1: And fear that because we're not good enough, that no one will love us. Mm-hmm. So essentially, you can boil it down to the simple fact of that. Lah. But I would love to hear like your perspective. Why, why do you think like people are so afraid to try out because they are afraid to fail?
0: I think it's how the ego develop. Because mm. when we are kids, do we think about what's our passion? Do you think about what's your passion when you're a six-year-old?
1: Six-year-old man. No. <laughs> if you're
0: happy, you sing. If you're happy, you dance. Yeah. If you have energy, you run. Yeah. You never do things to impress people. You never do things to get something. It's all instinctive. Mm-hmm. But when we grow up, it's like we are taught a lot of rules. We are taught We are told a lot of no's.
2: Mm.
0: That's, that makes us like layer and layer like a prison mm-hmm. that, that trap us, like, we are not free anymore mm-hmm. So whatever we do, we are like, okay, this has to lead to something If I write this book, I have to sell like a million copies mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thinking
2: okay. So, so the fear of failure
0: aspect. Yeah, It's like failure is such a bad thing for certain people Like I don't want to fail, it's like, what would people think of me? Mm-hmm. That's like, you know, a bad place to be but in fact, failure is such a beautiful thing to me. Wow. It's a beautiful thing. So I always feel like if I have to suffer, let me let it be. So because in that suffering, in that space, I learned so much mm-hmm. compared to, you know, being happy, being comfortable. And wow. yeah, in this book, there's a chapter called Rock Bottom, a very important phase in my life, hitting the rock bottom. Because mm-hmm. after I sold off the coffee company, I went back home i was twenty six i was I used to be a scholar, mm-hmm. and at twenty six I went back home without a job, without a company, without a career. I didn't even know what's next. I just went back home because I really like, I know the company didn't didn't fit my purpose anymore. I wasn't growing there. so yeah, I had a lot of fear, a bit of shame as well. It's like why do I? How do I get to this space? Mm. And when I see my parents working hard still, I feel so much guilt also. Mm. It's like, wow. It's like who am I to have this life like not doing anything, right? Mm. But the beauty of rock bottom is that when we are stripped of everything outside, like my ego is gone. Mm. It's like it's totally cracked. Mm. What what is left is everything inside, internal. That's the only thing we can rely on ourselves to build the self-worth because in that space I learned that wow, career and money is just one pillar in life, just one of it I still have family, I have friends, I have a good relationship, I have health and then I have spirituality so all of them are taken care of and I took the time to run, to stay in prison and then to meditate every day and I realised that whoa it's like I can still feel joy and bliss and peace even without a job Mm -hmm. but I'm super sure that without health without family I wouldn't have that kind of bliss Mm
2: -hmm.
0: yeah so it's like career becomes something that's like a a lot more lower in my life yeah
2: I like
1: I I love how you just described like
0: Mm.
1: like rock bottom is one of the most amazing or beautiful experience you had Yeah. Uh, because through rock bottom it helps you to like discover like okay what's next
0: yeah it's like you the rock bottom right is also like the become your standard your age now mm-hmm. so you know that you can drop this low and survive it so okay. like when you're here and then dropping a bit then you can work around it you yeah. know that it's not rock bottom yet I, you, I can take much more mm-hmm. I can take this deep mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like knowing what's your limits, right? Yeah, correct. I totally agree. To inspire someone to, to move or to get someone to change or to move in their life of being a place where they're not happy, right? It's either you, they are very inspired, it's like, oh, I want to change the world. So, like someone like Elon Musk, yeah. that's one. Or they've been so low in their life, like rock bottom, like you mentioned. And it's like, man, there's so much pain here, I decide to take that step forward. Mm-hmm. because like, you know, I'd rather go out of there. But I think the challenge with a lot of uh, people out there who mm-hmm. complains about their job, you know, they say, like, I hate my job, this and mm. things like that. But goes, goes back home, complains about it, go, and yeah. go back to work and continue the cycle. is because they are afraid to hitting their bottom. They are afraid yeah. to knowing their limits. So they stay well, in what I call a comfortable zone uh, mm. all the time. So yeah, I totally agree with you, like hit, either hit, hitting your mm-hmm. bottom, a lot of people think like, oh, I don't want to hit about well them because first it's embarrassing. Second yeah. it's like, oh man, there's like so much pain and you know, human, we are just designed to avoid pain.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And we're so afraid to experience pain to a point where it's like, there's a nail in our hand and mm-hmm. you know, instead of just pulling it out, because right. we fear that, our oh, blood might splatter out, more no pain <laughs> my experience. It's like, just <laughs> yeah. leave the nail there, like, you know, it's not killing you, don't disturb
0: it. Yeah, yeah.
1: I feel like that's the, the best analogy that I can play. Yeah, I, I, I like
0: that. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think there's a lot of us where there's a, a thorn in our flesh, mm. where we, we are unhappy or mm. unsatisfied or unfulfilled in some part mm. of our lives and we, we just allow it to be because this pain, at least we know that it's constant. Mm. But what if I take it out? What do you bleed to that? Or, yeah, know, but I think what what a lot of people fail to focus on is like, what if I stop experiencing pain and experience mm-hmm. fulfillment in life? Yeah, and I think, I think that's one mindset that you have, like which uh, mm-hmm. is a growth mindset. It's like yeah, feel, you know, feel pain, but you know what, mm. I will grow and I will learn, and yeah. I think that's so amazing. And yeah, just, you you wrote here <laughs> so like so authentic, like you wrote everything. Over here like Thank you. your true self.
0: Oh uh, yeah. And then also one thing about this book is that it's actually a compilation of blog posts from the past ah, four okay. to five years. Yes. It's like about seventy percent is come from blog posts and I just added like a bit more to make it cohesive. Mm. So it's all recorded real time.
2: Wow. Okay, That's why it's nice. very
0: real and oh, okay, very okay, raw. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So it's recorded as it happened. Because like if Amazing. I write it after like two years after that I wouldn't have it's that other. kind of that kind of rawness in it that mm. kind of s- authentic s- that the feeling is yeah. so strong and I feel I feel that being able to talk be vulnerable and talk about my pain my struggle it was so important because it is there when people know that life is not perfect yeah because everyone struggle like I'm pretty sure, hundred percent sure. Even the richest man in the world has their own struggle. Of course, yeah, Yeah. totally agree. And and people don't recognize that sometimes. They are like, they try so hard to pursue the good thing, the the good feeling, and they forgot to, you know, to face the struggle. Mm. Yeah, because there's so much wealth in it. If we face our struggle and then ask ourselves, what's there? What's What what is it? Mm -hmm. Come face to face with it, and then.
1: Facing your demons. Up. Yeah,
0: a lot of possibilities can grow out of it when we deal with it. Oh, yeah.
1: Man, amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, just so you know, Isabel writes in Medium. Uh, yeah. With the new Malaysia, uh, I think I'm pretty sure Mal- Medium is now not banned anymore, right? Yes. So That's yeah, awesome. check out Isabel on Medium.
0: Yeah, and ha- I have a very special relationship with Medium as well. Mm. Yeah, because Medium basically built my career right now. Awesome. As an, as a writer, because. In Malaysia, there wasn't really much platform for writers to share our work and I started writing on Medium, I'm sort of like the early can be considered early adopters because I started like four or five years ago when it it wasn't even popular. Mm. So yeah, I started there and then in Medium, there was this like community of writers, readers and I get a lot of feedbacks from these people. So that's, that's what get me writing. And at one point when Malaysia banned it, I almost stopped because I was like, nobody read my work. And then coincidentally, I went to Laos mm. and then I posted one article that called um, Instead of Love, Whole Space in the Relationship. It, Again, when, sorry,
1: Instead of Love?
0: Instead of love, yeah. whole space in a relationship.
1: Whole space in a relationship.
0: Yes. And it got viral on Medium. I was like, whoa, it's like my work matters.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. So I came back, figure out how to use VPN. That's how I keep writing on Medium until today. Yeah. Yeah. Without it, I wouldn't have a career, right? Writing career today.
1: Yeah. 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 Like there were so many challenges in front of you, like, you know, being banned, medium being banned, but for you, it wasn't like, like, oh, I'm going to stop this, but it was more like, okay, obstacles, like, how do we overcome it? And you saw that as an opportunity. uh. Just going back to that, can you share a little bit, what was the article about?
0: Uh, It's called, instead of love, hold space in relationship. It's basically talking about, in a relationship, we have to hold space, meaning that we, it's very easy to love, right, when everything's good and rosy, But when, say you are my boyfriend, and say you lose your job, you lose someone you love, you're in a shitty place.
2: Mm.
0: How do I love you? Mm. How do I hold space for you? So it's very important to hold that space without judgment, without criticism, and just stay with that person to go through the process. It's like there's space to love, there's space to not know what to do in life, there's space to dream. Mm. So basically, non-judgment. Mm-hmm. Yeah
1: When did that idea came about?
0: It came f- inspired by an article that I read mm. And then I was like, wow, this is how love should be A relationship should be Because I see that some of my friends Their girlfriend or their boyfriend is very controlling mm. They will check their phone They want to know They were like a human GPS Checking the, the partner everywhere I was like, what's the point of a relationship like that? Like this When you, you, you are so insecure mm-hmm.
1: Instead of love, host
0: Yeah, you don't give the person space to be themselves. To me, a relationship is when two persons are complete, can live independently, and choose to be together. Mm. Yeah.
1: Amazing. Yeah. Very, very profound. Very profound. <laughs> All right, Isabel. Before I ask you your final, my my right. final question, where can they find you?
0: All right. Um. Um. You guys can read my work on my own website. Is um, Isabel Thai, dot com and can connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, Isabel Alright,
1: yeah. we'll link it out in the website. Yeah. Alright, yes. so the final message is <laughs> what, would, what would your advice be for All the right. audience listening to help them live a life of passion and purpose um, and also for that's one and the second is how can they start reclaiming back their life?
0: Alright, I'll share like three things three things that I recently learned in the silent meditation, which I give me a lot of clarity and grounding Uh, in wherever I am, because I I still get lost sometimes worrying and then thinking like, where should I go next? Yeah, the three things first is relax. We have to learn to relax Mm -hmm. because our action is always tied to a goal, always tied to a destination, to be somewhere, Mm -hmm. to do something, to be recognized. Mm it's okay, like it's really okay to just relax and allow us, ourselves, like space to not do anything, to wander, to travel and then see like what inspiration comes, what can I create and not consume all the time. So relax and then the second thing is innocence. This is what we lost hmm. after like in the process of growing up because like we, we have to always remember how we are like when we are a child we act without thinking too much, without worrying too much, so that innocence quality is very important to think about. Say, when we are making decision, it's like, would a ch- like child like me would I do it? Would I think so much? Yes. Yeah, so to remember that quality, how it feels like to just do things that we enjoy in that moment, be present. Yeah, because child a, a child is always present, and then the last thing is celebrate life. Mm-hmm. This is what we. Like always, forget all the fear, all the worries. Is all about you know beating ourselves up. The worries is non-existence in our head, self-porturing. So, yeah, celebrate life, and it all ties like comes down to this very basic. The foundation is being mindful, mindful of the present moment, mindful that the future is non-existence, and then mindful that the past has no control over us. Mm-hmm yeah
1: love it i love yeah. it thank you very much isabel all right Appreciate it. Thank thanks you so for much. having me and pleasure.
0: Like, yeah it's, it's a great opportunity to talk about things i really care about yeah, yeah that's
1: what this whole platform is for yeah we have come to the end of the podcast and i hope you have been inspired to start living your life with passion and purpose i have isabel's book the art of owning your story right here and we will be giving away to one lucky winner all you have to do is to comment a quote that has inspired you in this podcast in the comments below and tag a friend and we'll choose one lucky winner next week on wednesday i hope this podcast has inspired you to start reclaiming back your life and let's live life with passion and purpose i'll see you next week